Welcome to a brand new episode, number 116 of the Talalay Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And honestly, guys, we got a ton of stuff to get to. So much has happened in this last week, man. We're always like, where's that that drought of news? And then all of a sudden, I think we did a show not more than way less than a week ago, right? Uh, Well, so by the time it comes out, we'll be... You know, we put it out weekly. Yeah. Um, we recorded this less than a week ago. And some of the stuff that we're going to get to, I would not be surprised if tomorrow there's even more news, more trailers that we missed. It is an endless cycle, as you know. So, yeah. Hey, we've been doing Tal, or well, we've been to- doing Light Talk uh, over four years now. We've had the website over six years. And yes, it is endless. And we continue. To report what must be reported <laughs> here right. for the Tally Talk podcast. So enough of that. First things first. Top of the top of the stack. Spider Man Far From Home trailer. What did you think? Awesome. Yeah. A lot of fun. I um, yeah, yeah. It was a, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. To be honest with you, it was just it's a it's a really fun time. So let me ask you your thoughts. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched the trailer, but watch the trailer. Come back mm-hmm. in a minute. Come back to us because we are going to talk about this, dissect it a little bit. We know it's Mysterio, obviously. Mm-hmm. We do get to see a little glimpse of that uh, fishbowl on top of his head, just for about a second. Yep. Uh, mostly Jake Gyllenhaal's face, which I get it. You get an actor like Jake Gyllenhaal. You get an actor like whoever. You usually want to put them back in the mask or take them out of the mask, which I hate because, you know, that's my biggest complaint Spider-Man movies, seeing Spider-Man's face all the time, whereas they did a better job with Tom Highland. You know, he didn't take off his mask as much. Uh, sorry. That being said, um, do you think most of the things that we see Peter going against Mysterio projections or possibly especially for the one is it hydro man and mysterio projections right i mean if at the end of the movie it's all it is all an illusion that mysterio made up um fine that could happen you know of course uh i did read that today it's like oh what if what if mysterio is really just either secretly working with hydro man or whatever he's doing because when you do see the project, you know, you do see projections throughout the trailer, even he's fighting, proje- he could be fighting projections himself. Um, so I think that he's creating oh, he's this writing a projection. You see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's creating a ruse, I think. Um, and in the end, uh, we'll, I'm sure that'll be a, that's the twist, but um, <clears throat> sure. I, you know what? I think, I do think that Hydro Man is in the movie. Uh, yeah. Did you see, did you see Sandman? Or was that um, muddy, muddy Water Man? <laughs> yeah, I saw that as Muddy Water Man. I yeah. saw that as Pete trying to stop Hydro Man uh, and yes, using please. sand against him to try to slow him down, as what you do in the comics. The, the vice versa for both of them. <laughs> yeah, well, it is, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so for me, I I think that Hydro Man is either, and I can't remember what the place in, I'd have to really dissect it, but it's either in America before he gets to Europe 
or Hydro-Man just also happens to be in Europe. And then the same thing with Mysterio. He's probably in Europe. He's probably fighting his projections and touting himself as a hero while he's, you know, robbing people because that ultimately is what he does. The the only thing the only thing about it is that it seems like the action picks up after they go to Europe, um, especially after Samuel Jackson shows up in the trailer. Whether or not that is Samuel Jackson, of course. But uh, the well, I I want to talk you, about that. Yeah, actually, um, not the fact that I don't think it's Samuel Jackson because I do. Just as I think, or Nick Fury. To say it's sorry, Nick Fury. I well, I mean Nick Fury. I think right. it's Nick Fury, one hundred percent. Okay. Um, but I was having a discussion with people today about we have not cinematically seen Nick Fury other than at the end of Infinity War, but since Captain America Winter Soldier. That was the last right. time we saw him, right? Yeah. Or was it Age uh, of Ultron? Yes, it was Age of Ultron where he brought in what should have been the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but it wasn't. Okay, so Age of Ultron, which has been a long time. I'm glad. So I'm glad to see Nick Fury. Um, they had to release this trailer. They couldn't wait until Captain Marvel, but at the same time, it's still like a major, like, well, I guess everything works out partly in infinity war, (laughs) um, from everyone turning into dust. Yeah. I mean, to really just, I'm sorry to interrupt you on it, but I mean, it's obvious with other movies that have been announced. I mean, black Panther two is out there. I mean, it's like, there's no spoilers here. You know, it doesn't really, you kind of figure this that nobody's really dead except for, you know, that's that's about it. Well, I'm not gonna I can never assume that people are really dead in comic books to begin with. That's right, right. Ultimately, <laughs> yeah. But let's just let's go to no, a couple notes though, also in the trailer. So Nick Fury is back. Great. I'm or a scroll. Ah, I don't want you to say that. Or he's chameleon. He's no, because he shot stop it. Stop. <laughs> Pepper Potts has a signed check from the Stark Relief Foundation. Obviously, the relief being that the, half the planet got destroyed or whatever, but I think it's from Tony Stark is Dead Foundation. Yeah. I also saw uh, Peter looked at the suit that Tony gave him with sadness in his eyes. Yep. Happy's not happy. Happy says you're all alone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling a big, which I thought since since forever tony's yeah. done tony's done cap's done Tony's until he done. shows up as a voice in spider-man suit which i yeah. also said he could be jarvis yeah. spider-man's jarvis specifically and that's yeah. about it yeah so good trailer uh g- good yeah. things that you know good speculation um spider-man far from home i don't need to see any other trailers and they played up uh, Zendaya's MJ, which I was happy about. I thought she did a fun job in the first one. Absolutely. It's a good yep. take on the character. Yep. Absolutely. Nice nice twist. Yeah, for sure. Because I didn't see it. No, none of us did. We were all like, oh, where's MJ? Where's MJ? Oh, there she is. Okay. So second piece of news uh, we have is that, and I'm going to screw your name up probably, Jack Schaefer. We'll be writing the Scarlet Witch and Vision show. Um, Josh she, C. Four. Yeah, she's currently the writer of um, Captain Marvel. And she started in a little movie that I used to get at Family Video called Timer uh, with Amber Benson, who was in Buffy, which is the only reason I even rented the movie. 
<laughs> but she uh, she did really indie stuff only, and then Marvel. So real interesting. I know. I think it went along with the whole. Um, we need to get a female team on this. So yeah, that's you. It's what? It's a romance. It's a it's a comedy romance. Um, how do you see this show playing out? It'll be a weird. <laughs> It'll be a weird show. I want it to be. Who is it? Nick Spencer. Who wrote the Vision recently? Or Josh what Williamson? I don't know. Look it up. Okay. I don't. Remember. I will while you're talking. Um. Yeah. I just. I think that would be a really strange take on things. I mean, it dates back a long time of the relationship. Plus, yeah. they have kids that became like the young Avengers and stuff like that. So there's a lot of cool implications to this, uh, to their, to the relationship and it being on screen too. So you ever read the young Avengers by Bendis? No, No. I I haven't. It's a good comic. Yeah. Um, is that about them? Is that, I'm assuming. Yeah. So like (laughs) them, um, the whole character in that is a is a is a shapeshifter to the scroll, I believe. I, forget, I think that's what he was. Hmm. What did I call it? Young Avengers? Yeah. Like Young Justice. <laughs> you said yeah, you did. Uh well, anyway. I am looking forward to exploring that relationship. It's one I really like from the comic books. Um, so to see it on the screen. It does beg the question do these characters leave the cinematic world to go on to their own shows? Do they open it up to more different characters? Because at that point, we're losing four. We're losing Bucky, Winter Soldier, or sorry, Bucky is Winter Soldier. Bucky, uh, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, and Vision, who have all been around for a while now. So, um, what do you think? Absolutely. I mean, you lose them all? When you're not lose them all, but we're not we're not going into the same concentration of movies like we just did for the last ten years. I mean, right. you got a movie like Shang Chi. I mean, you're going to do these characters that does well deserved a movie at this point in their tenure of being a comic book character, um, and it's time for Marvel really to get on board with that you know, that movie, The Eternals. It's you got a lot of left field movies here, um, and now with the you know the acquisition of Fox. <laughs> It's a whole new world, buddy. Um, just to say, I'm sorry, Young Avengers is not created by Bendis. It was created by Alan Heimberg. Okay. That's what it was. Sorry. That's my misquote. Um, but yeah, I just see the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of going in a different direction. Um, maybe they'll still be able to tie things together with like things like a secret invasion storyline. Um, but we're going to see some, you know, some different things this time around. Yeah, I'm, um, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. On the 18th, we have the Punisher. They showed the final trailer for that. Mm. Um, Up in the violence. Up in, up in your voice. Your your voice is like bullets in my ear holes. I can, I can fix it on post. (laughs) Don't, they won't even know what we're talking about if you do that. It's all violence. <laughs> the Punisher uh, trailer was fun. You didn't watch it. 
don't watch it. It is uh, it does spoil some some plot points. Um, I'm excited for it. I, it is kind of sad, but then I remembered that Jessica Jones season three is still coming, so we still have one more show, which yep. I believe will probably come out in March. I bet you anything they're going to push it fast because they just want to wipe their hands of it. Done. Yep. Yep. And we'll talk about more Netflix decisions at the, uh, after the break, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about, uh, DC. Let's do it. We're on DC news. Aquaman has now officially joined the $1 billion club. It makes James Wan the only director other than James Cameron to do it with two different franchise movies. So what was the first one? Fast and the Furious? Yes. Whatever. Six, I think. Seven. Um, So yeah, $1 billion there and now with Aquaman. Sick. James Wan, great director. Love to see more. Yeah. It's funny. Um, James Wan, for me can do no wrong. And he also, for box office purposes, can really do no wrong. The dude makes money. He has yep. not had a flop yet. I'm knocking on wood, but even with the movies, because his horror movies are all made for such little amounts of money that they uh, they make a profit every time. And now with Aquaman and Fast and Furious 25, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. It's great. I mean, this is this is big news for um um for DC movie fans. Um because I think it surpassed the Dark Knight. It did. Oh yeah, for sure it did. Now, you know, with inflation, whatever you want to call it these days, um of course it's a little bit of a difference in money, right? Or do they adjust for that when they talk about these things? They, they adjust it. They, they adjust. adjust. Okay. So that's awesome. Seeing that we're in a total like a that movie came out in such a different time though you know and that's that's the one thing it was it was yeah Heath Ledger passing and yep. the fact that it's you know it is a Batman movie um, so it had a lot of things going for it and this is this is huge for a character like Aquaman a character that for years has been the butt of many jokes yeah so congratulations James Wan you know you made a great movie. And you sold us the Jason Momoa Aquaman because I didn't think that I really didn't know if we could do it. So my man, pretty awesome. My Aquaman. That's it. Yeah, true. Uh, moving on to the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> what what is the Batman? I am not not entirely sure. Is this a, is this another cartoon that's coming out soon? I don't, sure, it's um. The Matt Reeves supposedly directed written movie. Ah, um, yeah. yeah. And we're getting word that the penguin may be the villain of this film. Um, what do you think of this? You know, my opinion on this, um, I'm going to share it for the umpteenth time on this show. Um, fine. Fine. Do the penguin for your movie. The Batman needs a TV show where we can explore all of his villains instead of the same ones over and over again. Um, DeVito's Penguin. I don't need any other Penguin, to be honest with you. I, give me the Penguin on this show. I fine. mean, Robin Wright 
change it. Penn, whatever his name, Robin Lord Taylor. He's pretty. Oh, yeah. 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 No, absolutely. But that I haven't watched all of that show either. So I'm not at the point where. From what you've seen, he's still a very good penguin. Exactly. Exactly. But that's also fleshed out on a TV show. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, if I if I have my choice of a villain for a Batman movie, you give me the the goddamn Riddler, and you make the creepy saw esque movie that we all want to see. That's that's that would be my choice. Or the Joker, <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, but we're I, getting I, a, we're getting a Joker movie, and it's like how do you yeah. how do you connect those two things? Are they waiting? That, are they waiting to see how this Joker does, and then they're going to decide to use the Joker as a villain in the Batman movie? You know what I mean? That's why is this movie taking so long to come to any kind of fruition? You know, it's, 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 that has been kind of on my mind too. It's like, are we waiting to see how people react to Joaquin Phoenix? If they love him, do they make him the Joker of that universe? You know? So I just think they're holding back a little bit with this movie and, and the penguin will be in the movie anyhow. Well, the thing is, I, I agree with you now, but, the Batman movie was announced before the Joker movie did. Correct. And Correct. it, you know, and what happened? You know what I mean? Like, so now we actually have it filmed, the Joker movie. It's done. Um, it's in post-production. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what took them so long to do this Batman movie. I don't know what took so long between... Uh, Batman v Superman and Justice League and now whatever like you should have greenlit or sorry you did greenlit you should have had that movie started filming immediately after where's Deathstroke you know what I mean like what's going on with that is that just a done you know sorry Joe Mangianello like that's it like I I, I don't know but I I have a feeling that that Ben Affleck's um, like this decisive indecisiveness about remaining the Batman has a, has a lot to do with it too, because I feel like they didn't want to move away. They talked about doing a younger bat, like recasting with Jake Gyllenhaal and all these other ideas or whatever. But then it just came down to the fact that he deserves a movie. You know, yeah. he wrote that first script and people liked it and then they threw it out and then he went into alcohol camp. You know what I mean? It's like this poor guy who I, you know, would like to see him get, you know, a full movie instead of just what they did in that garbage movie um, that has about 10 minutes of good scenes. Give, give Ben Affleck a shot, you know, just, just, and now, now it seems like he's in the pot. He's in the positive camp. Why I'm doing it again. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't even know what to say we're, we're gonna be really it's gonna be really interesting to see um what happens if anything happens but just the the main thing that we talked about if the penguin is the villain cool fine yeah. great super um all right moving on to dc animated a red sun animated movie may be in the works uh red sun written by mark millar is one of my well actually it's my favorite Superman story other than the uh, Max Landau Superman American or what is it called? American God? What is it? Max Max Landis? Max Landis, yeah. American uh, Alien. That's my other favorite. If you're a subscriber to DC Universe, it is now on there. Is it? 
yeah they you need to go check out what they just added it's a ton of stuff ton of stuff i told you i'm in the middle of a <laughs> of a i'm a, i'm in i read like 60 issues of the bendis ultimate spider-man and now i'm on into miles morales spider-man i can't get out I, i'm <laughs> sorry it's, i'm, I'm cool, stuck <laughs> Whatever you, that's why there's that's why there's comics for everybody out there. Yes, exactly, exactly. But anywho, what do you think about this Red Sun Superman? I don't know what probably isn't in development at this point. Uh, just like we talked about last week, the Long Halloween. Just fine. Just make it better than this adaptation of Death of Superman, please. And the last few movies you made because it's they're not as good as you used to be. So. Get that production quality back up again, guys, and get some uh, get, get Andrew Romano back in the house. <laughs> Honestly, we've talked about it many times. Like that's, I I really think that soonish left way down. Jay Olivia, he's still there on and off, but with her being gone from the DC animated, it just I don't know. I mean, she's the voice director, but still like. Something about her being there was magic. Yep. So, anyway. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go now. Arrow is returning. What? Yes. So, this is the... We just you got that... Mid- lay, lay this down. Because I thought... I am. I am. Let me... Different times before. No. Let me do this. Because I just... I confirmed all this stuff uh, last night. So, uh, we just got... A new, tra- a new trailer just dropped... Uh, for the mid-season advanced preview of all the shows. Um, so remember, we we did talk about how the shows are going to come back at different times and at different times this season. So uh, the second half of the season. So let's get let's get to it. What's coming back? ASAP. Um, Supergirl was on last night, I believe. Was it on Sunday? On Sunday? I got to check. Hold on. That's the only oh, one I don't shoot. have. Okay. Supergirl was the only one. It's in, it's in January. It's coming. I hope it wasn't on Sunday, man. <laughs> if it is, you can you can check it out. Yeah. Because guess what? It's probably on Hulu. It says Supergirl's coming back on one twenty. On one twenty. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So we get the flashback this week. So the flash is returning Tuesday at its normal time at eight PM. Today. That's right. Today is our Tuesday. So that'll be coming out. By the time you guys listen to this, you've already watched it, I hope. Um, Arrow is returning on the 21st. It's going to be coming back at the 9 o'clock slot. All right. um, And then Black Lightning is going to be moving to a 10 o'clock spot. What? Yeah. They're, They're bumping the shows up, I think, for maturity content. Because they're saying Arrow didn't do so well. It was doing, I don't know. I, From what I watched on that, it was extremely violent and pleasing. And I enjoyed the first half of the season. So I don't know how much you can ramp the show up. So maybe Wait, moving. To- sorry, let's back up for a second here. What, why did they change it? I don't know. I You said it was because it had bad ratings? No, I think. I think they wanted to move Legends of Tomorrow to this is to what I this is what it was. 
Legends of Tomorrow will be moving to the 8 p.m. slot starting in April. All right, well, Arrow is still running. But Legends won't, is not ending until Black Lightning ends, okay? So Black Lightning comes back on the 21st at a new slot of 10 o'clock. So Legends of Tomorrow comes back in April after Black Lightning ends. Correct. Okay. Because they're both shortened season shows. Okay. Yes. And then Supergirl comes back on the 20th. I mean, I understand that they want to show this new Roswell, New Mexico show. Yeah, they do. And like that's, but that's coming in at nine to 10 after the flash. Mm-hmm. That's a that. perfect follow up to the flash for that, <laughs> sure. for that viewership, for that viewer, uh, the viewership of that. Yes. I, I think it is. I mean, I'm going to take your word for it. Um, not because I don't watch it. Black, black. Did lightning. you watch it? Roswell? The original? No. No? And just so you know, because I'm looking at the official release, Black Lightning comes out between 9 and 10 on the 21st. Not 10 o'clock. Arrow is between 8 and 9. And then Arrow moves to 9 o'clock? No, I'm looking at the official release as of not that long ago, like a month ago. So Arrow must be going to 9 o'clock when Legends comes back in April. Possibly. Yeah. I think that's... Anywho, they're all coming back, and we're going to watch them all. And we're probably not going to watch them at any of the times that we just said, because we watch everything streaming now. (laughs) Or on DVR, or on Hulu. So, either way. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Um, This seems like a good time to go to a commercial break. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. All right, we are back from those luscious commercials. Uh, so let's get in some comic news. So when we were, you know, young lads collecting comics in the 90s, uh, there was a little thing called 2099 uh, from Marvel Comics. And Spider-Man was the first character to be you know, introduced from that, that universe. So, uh, Dan Jurgens was, uh, um, is now writing the Batman beyond comic. So now we're going to get a little, uh, little, little reminder of, I remember how cool that art was. I love that, uh, the art from Spider-Man 2099. So the artists, Rick, uh, Leonardi and Wade Von Graw Badger. That's a cool name. Uh, will be joining Jurgens on Batman beyond issues 31 to 36. So a little uh, nostalgia there for us future-loving comic nerds. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know I have every single issue of, <laughs> of Spider-Man 2099. <laughs> so I'm very pumped. And if you saw Into the Spider-Verse, you got to see a little taste of him. Miguel O'Hara. Yep. That was cool. All right. Next up, we have... A first look at Fight Club 3. Uh, we got some preview pages. We got a trailer. 
this is the 20th anniversary of the Fight Club movie. Yeah. I think so. Uh, 99? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, it came out when I was a freshman in, in college. Holy We were cow. freshmen yeah, in college. We I remember going to see it with Dan the Man. Yeah. That's true. Um, Fight Club is one of my favorite books, one of my favorite movies. Uh, Fight Club 2 was good. Uh, it was a good continuation, and um, they are reuniting Chuck Palahniuk and Cameron Stewart again uh, to do Fight Club 3. So that should be coming up uh, January 30th. So stay tuned for that. 15 days. That's right. Got my coming up. first issue pre-ordered. Awesome. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I'll have to get every variant cover like I did the last one. There you go. <laughs> it was actually pretty horrible how many Fight Club 2s I have in my house right now. <laughs> yeah, we found that really special Ashcan one, remember? Yeah, I did. From Books a Million. Yeah, man. Can't believe you got it. <laughs> awesome. All right, awesome. What's next? All right, so let's get into some TV. All right, the big uh, online debate today is <laughs> is Netflix raising their prices too much? Uh, today we got a price increase announcement that it will be going up between, I believe it's like 15 to 18%, depending on what you subscribe to. Uh, the highest here, which we are at, uh, it's currently at 14. It will be 16. Um, I believe 11 is going to 13, blah, blah, blah. So uh, people are up in arms. Um, they're canceling the subscription. Uh, no, no, not really. But I guess, you know, for all those people out there who want to argue that, you know, they're, they're raising the prices too much or it's just, you know, in a day of where there's so many other services out there, you can't be charged as much. Well, when you're Netflix, you can because you're the goddamn Netflix. So um, my argument to all of the haters out there is this. If you're willing to pay $15 for a non-matinee movie ticket, how is it not worth that once a month they have the service in your house where it's just they're constantly as you can as you always hear on our show we're always constant they're always adding new shows new movies always announcing new content original content and all that magic so how can you say that um, this is too much it's too much Netflix here's the thing nobody nobody who uses Netflix is not going to pay the extra $2 a month. Absolutely not. An extra $24 a year for the stuff that they do, that is less than the price of going to one movie plus buying any sort of anything. Chips, popcorn, whatever. So I'm sorry. You're all going to pay it. You're all going to like it. You all watch Bird Box day one. You're all about to watch Punisher when it comes out day one. So I'm sorry. Huh? And Polar. And Polar and whatever Scorsese's got this year and <laughs> Michael Bay's got this year. I'm serious, right? though. I know. They, like, they haven't even begun to show us what we've talked about in the last six months. The, that's the Ryan, the Ryan Reynolds and Michael Bay project? Yep. yep. Yeah, come on. I'd pay just $15 to watch that. Yeah, so for me personally, who I only have Netflix and Hulu – and I only got Hulu because it was $10 or sorry, it was 99 cents a month 
for a year because of a Black Friday deal. Sorry, I didn't get you on that one. But um, which what's that? Hulu. Oh, I I I pirate my Hulu. Nobody heard okay. that. But, you can. Um, oh, you mean you share your? Hulu. I share my Hulu. Yes. Um, no, I like the word pirate. It's much more sinister. Um, I was going to ask you: Do you have? Don't you have Amazon Prime? Yeah, but I don't even think about Amazon Prime because. It's, it's much fuller of a experience. Well, it's because I order from Amazon at least two times a week or more. Yeah. You know, everything we buy is from Amazon for a lot of stuff. So, I, yeah, they just put that into the, you know, I just started watching the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, but that's it. You know, what else does Amazon even have that's worth watching? Amazon for us 4K TV people have a much broader library of 4K movies. Than yeah, you you do have that, and when you get the Hobbit show and the Wheel of Time show yep. and all that other stuff that oh, is yeah. coming out, then sure. But really, if Netflix wanted to charge me twenty five, fuck it. Netflix wanted to charge me forty dollars a month, I would pay it. Wouldn't even oh. think twice about it. Sorry, just wouldn't. You'd have, to, you'd have to have some good stuff, but a lot right now, I'd pay it. Yeah. They do have good stuff. I have right. Stranger Things season three coming out this year. That's true. Think I won't be or, there day one? Don't start throwing them numbers because then it'll happen. Um, <laughs> well, that's the cost of inflation, but yes. Oh, then that means also our wages need to go up. So yes, of course. <laughs> uh, anywho, what's next at Netflix World? Well, you know, apparently, in order to pay for this um, major film and TV studio going into Toronto, they need to raise their prices. So. Um, no, this this is this is big news, guys. Uh, Netflix is going to open a major film and TV studio in little old Toronto, Canada. You'll be able to take a ferry right to work every day if you chose to, Casey. Once they open that ferry service again, uh, as you know, it would be my dream. I'm only three short hours away. I would love to be at Netflix all the time. I I go sure. there enough anyway. Right, so, you might as well just be great. There. You guys, you know, you know, <laughs> you don't want to be yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, awesome. Good for them. Try cheap. Yeah, absolutely. What is Weird City? Weird City is a new sci-fi anthology series uh, series from uh, Jordan Peele and one of Key and Peele writers, Charlie Sanders. Um, so. You remember when we had like Electric Dreams um, yep. on Amazon? Obviously, we have um, uh, what am I trying Black to Mirror. say? Black Mirror. So, uh, YouTube is trying to get on that. Um, I don't think they do. You, it's not YouTube Red anymore. It's YouTube Premium. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody cares about that, but. They've got a really good cast, including Michael Sarah, Rosero Dawson, Jillian Jacobs, uh, Stephen Yoon. Lots of good people in here. Um, probably I'll do exactly what I did with Karate Kid, uh, Cobra Kai, is that I'll check it out for free <laughs> for 30 days. And then I'll, uh, I'll watch it, and then I'll go back to not watching it. I did hear about this. Um... That means... Yeah, I, you know, that's, that's the thing though. It's like, how long do some of these companies last? You know, like if they can come up with great programming, like you said, like Cobra Kai and continue that, but can they, can they overly, 
you know, overall compete with, you know, Netflix and like all these streaming services, people have to pick and choose eventually, or it will cost them more than cable. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, we're going to get to a point where everything costs more than cable anyway. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. a fact, but cable quality programming. Yeah, There's a yeah, difference quality. in this versus when I can sit there and go through the guide and there's not a goddamn thing on TV. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. What's next? So uh, Michelle Yeoh will be getting her own Star Trek Discovery spinoff series. So as CBS continues to um, continues to expand the Star Trek universe on TV with, you know, with the Picard series coming soon, that's in development. Uh, this is going to be like a Black Ops Star Trek show, I guess. Um, that's what I read, which, you know, sounds like it could be a cool thing. A little bit different than the usual. Yeah, I think um, it's it's kind of curious. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's the semi... She's going to be part of the Starfleet Section 31 division. The semi-secret and autonomous organization has been part of the Trek lore since it was first introduced in the 90s on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Um. Michelle Yeoh is a fantastic actress, so very uh, excited to see her get her own series as far as that goes. Um, You know, it's one of those things, I don't think about it too often, and we don't talk about it that often, but Star Trek should be a franchise. It should be doing what Marvel does. It should be having movies every two years. It should be having TV shows. It should be having cartoons and comics and Honestly, everything else. There's no reason it shouldn't be on the same par as Star Wars yeah. or or the Marvel stuff now. Um, so it's nice that Alex Kurtzman is really kind of spearheading that whole thing and that we are getting more uh, stuff within the in the Trek universe because it, it's it's almost weird that it's not. That it's like, oh, here's a show, uh, here's a movie, and we're going to space them all about five, ten years apart. <laughs> right, and just the other day, they're like, they're like, well, Star Trek Four is is pretty much dead. Oh, okay. Why? Like, I loved the last, the last. I loved that Star Trek Three. I thought that was the most Star Trek of all three of the movies. It, it was, was a lot of yeah, fun, for sure. Yeah. You know, and you know, it has such a rabid fan base. It's just like, wh- why, why can't it get the love that it it does deserve? Yep, Star Trek has not gotten out of pop culture uh in the last i don't know if it's 50 years old or 60 years old at this point but like it's not gone away so yeah just keep it going you know quit quit slacking on star trek so michelle yo thank you you're doing something good over there yeah this this should be a good spark but that that picard series was a huge spark <laughs> oh yeah for sure 100 percent. all right last up in tv news uh we got a little trailer the other day uh for game of thrones season eight and i didn't watch it because i saw season seven but game of thrones returns april 14th so now i have a uh a time stamp of when i have to watch it by you better get on it buddy yeah better get on it because it's insane um yeah. yeah excited for this excited for the return six episodes hour and a half a piece big big uh directors coming in and um I it's gonna be bittersweet. Yeah. One of the best shows ever created. So it 
it should be good. I'm excited for it. Sure. For sure. All for right. Sure. Moving on to movie news. Uh, we have a poster for John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on in that. Um, we got a new poster, and we have a trailer coming on the 17th. So what do you think, John Wick 3? Three, three I'm ready. <laughs> I, I was born ready. Yeah. I, I just watched John Wick like a week ago. <laughs> again. Again. Just, yeah, not for the first time. Again, just for the <laughs> again for the first time, as I, I like to say, because it's just so wonderful. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I love, I love that series. I, I, I just want to see this world expand more. And I want to hear more about the TV show that's coming. So Thursday. By yep. the time you hear this, it may be out. So tune your dial to Don't Forget to Tell. Yeah, uh, it, it will be out, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, Ralph McQuarrie. Ralph. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Chris McQuarrie. Steve McQuarrie, I automatically Star Wars fan. You're damn uh, right. Chris McQuarrie signs on for two more Mission Impossible movies coming in the summer of 2021 and 2022. So not only do we have an announcement of two more movies, we also have a great director who's uh, coming on for those. What do you think of that? He's he's made the best two Mission Impossible movies, and I just want more from that. So. Uh, that's debatable. It's it's the only reason I'm saying it's debatable is because JJ part four is real good. JJ yeah. Abrams is great. Part yeah. three is great. Part yeah. four with Brad Bird. Yeah, the Brad Bird one's good. Pretty awesome. <laughs> it is. They're all you know what? Good. They're all good. The series ages well. Mm-hmm. So that's 100%. the good thing. Hundred percent. Um. All right. Moving on. We have the Iron Man scribe is going to be taking on He-Man. Fake news. It's not happening. Not happening? It's definitely going to happen. No, I'm just joking. Who are the scribes for Iron Man? Um, so it's Mark Fergus and Hawk. I don't know which one of these guys. We are bad writers. Yeah. We are bad news reporters that all I wrote was the scribe is going to do it. Um, all I know is uh, what's his name is out. Um, David, David S. Goyer is out. <laughs> and we have a new scribe. And Great. Here's the but thing. David, David Goyer is still directing the movie. No, he's not. He I directing. thought he was still directing it. No, he's not. He's just going to be a producer. Okay, he's yeah. still attached to it, though. Yeah, I know you wasn't off it completely, but yeah. you know what? He's not—he's not stupid. I would not want to be connected to that if it went wrong, and if my name was David Goyer, because normally people like to say, "Hey, David Goyer, the heck did you do this movie?" Or we're like, "Man, what happened to David Goyer? He's so good in the '90s." Right. So Art Markham and Matt Holloway are writing a new draft of it based okay. off of the David S. Goyer script. So they have come in. Um, 
they have come in and done different work. Like they fix like Iron Man script, Transformers Last Night script, Punisher War Zone script. So we'll see. We'll see. Here's the problem, guys, and I'm sorry that we're kind of a mess with this one. This He-Man movie has been in development for like 20 years, and it changes so many different hands. It was Justin Lin from Fast and the Furious for a while. It's David S. Goyer. It's everything else. So I just, until we get some real solid news, like they're actually filming, it's kind of all up in the air. Yeah, the only the only positive step was the formation of Mattel Film Studio, whatever they did. Um so now they have that official film studio, just like Hasbro does. Yeah. Uh, so maybe things get done. Maybe, you know, like this Barbie movie starring Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie. Um, you know, that's that's moving forward. So, you know what? I can see it. I can see it happening, and I could see it being a big mess if they don't do this right. So good luck. Yep. Good luck. We'll see. Um, all right. Moving on to horror news, Final Destination is going to be written and rebooted by Marcus Dunstan and Patrick Melton. Um, You may not know their names, but you'll know some of their movies, such as The Collector, The Collection, Saw 4, 5, and 6, The Feast films. So they've written a lot of horror movies that I've actually loved throughout the years. Um, And Final Destination is another series where I just kind of went, why did it disappear? Why couldn't you just keep making these movies? I know that there was five of them, but it's a good format. I love those films. And other than three, I love all of them. So, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, a a new one come about. The Final Destination 3D? That was part three. (laughs) Too much concentration on the three. Actually, the name. (laughs) I know. I remember. It was like in the early days of... 3D. 3D. Yeah. They just probably tried too hard for that. Yeah. That was good. Uh, Let's move on to Dune. Mm. Dennis Villeneuve, uh, director of um, Arrival and uh, Sicario and Blade Runner 2049 is doing the Dune remake and Stellan Skarsgård has joined the cast. Yeah, we reported last week that Dave Batista had joined. Now we got yep. Skarsgård. Hey, man. He's going to be uh, Duke. What's Harkonnen? What's. How do you say it? Harkin- what is that family? The main I don't name know, of man. Arrakis? No, no, no. No. I'll get it. I'm ready for a Dune movie, especially in that, from that director. So excited. Okay. I am right. just for just for the visuals. I really, I you know what, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Blade Runner. Did you yeah. not? I you're not even a Blade was, Runner fan. Yeah, Baron was way better. He's playing Baron Hark Harkonnen. That's how you say it. Harkonnen. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Um. So we haven't. You know, the last time we had Dune adaptations, it was the Sci-Fi Channel. Miniseries, which are great, they're awesome. I love those, yeah, those are really, really good. But uh, these movies are really, lacking so. one thing Sting. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Sting isn't there. I do the soundtrack too. Um, all right, 
John Bernthal and Vera Farmiga joined the cast of the Sopranos prequel movie, The Many Saints of Newark. Anything? Cool. Can't wait. Okay. Did you watch Sopranos? I did. I did. Oh, I couldn't remember if you watched that. Did. Um, yeah. More from this way. Just I like that HBO is going back and doing things like this and Deadwood. You know, it's it's giving you more more story from their great series. You know, it just yeah. Yep. I uh, both good actors and I love the show. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. I have a question. Um, and the, when they did the Entourage movie, that went to theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Just go to theaters. theaters. Yeah. Does this go to theaters? Yeah. I this, think this yeah. and, and Deadwood go to go to theaters or HBO. Films. Oh, that's that's yep. awesome. Yep. Awesome. You know, not every theater, probably small and run, but yeah. Um, and then finally, movie news: Dan Trachtenberg, director of Ten Cloverfield Lane, will set to direct the Uncharted film, starring Tom Holland. You know, by the time this movie comes out, Tom Holland will actually probably be the right age to play Nathan Drake. So correct. Hmm. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it today in his profile in Spider-Man trailer. I was like, you could be Nathan Drake in ten years, which is when this movie is going to come out. So this is another one of those. Unless it's uh, what's his name, um, Nathan Fillion, <laughs> who is only supposed to play Nathan Drake or Hal Jordan. We don't care. <laughs> That's right. This, this I can stand behind 100%. And we've seen Nathan Fillion play Nathan Drake. He was amazing. He wants it bad. Yeah. So give it to us. We see it. Yeah. <laughs> unless we see it. All right. Let's move on to some gaming news. There was some Batman Court of Owls concept art leaked. Now, take this with a grain of salt. We've been talking about this for a little bit now. We're Rock Steady Games and WB Montreal um, have been hinting at doing a new Batman game. And Court of Owls has been what has been hinted at. Uh, I looked at the picture. Um, so there was a picture of the leaked art, which got promptly taken down. And that's where people are flipping out about it is that not so much that the picture was there, but that it was like removed three pictures. Sorry. Correct. Three pictures yeah. of Batman fighting a bunch of talons from the court of owls. Not only just Batman, but definitely Arkham video game, Batman. Correct. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's like you said, that's why everybody's like, Oh, it's not a cease and desist. <laughs> it's like, why are those on your art page? Get them off. That's, you were going to get in trouble. Yeah, I agree. So uh, we'll see. My big question, why the big, you know, hi. Yeah. Just tell us. We're all going to play it. We're all going to buy it. Don't, don't, don't hide. So. Yeah. And it's, if, if it's coming from Montreal, you know, I, they did a great job in Origin, so... Yep. Please, more of that. Exactly. Uh, in Monster Hunter news, uh, I guess, what is this, DLC? Yep. In Monster Hunter World, coming out next month, you'll be able to play as the Witcher's Geralt. Yeah, I don't play that game, so 
Is that exciting to you? Do you play? I don't play either game. I I want to play The Witcher. Um, I am a Monster Hunter fan, but it is on the very back 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 burner uh, with the pile of games sitting in my lap right now. So, uh, and I just worked two weeks straight, so I haven't even touched God of War since I don't even know when. So, um, time to get back in uh, because you know I do want to play Monster Hunter World eventually. I love that series; it's a lot of fun, and I did not, uh, I did not you know, pick it up. So yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're a fan, there you go. Uh, Amazon is planning on launching a game streaming service in 2020. Um, this is something along the lines of Sony's PlayStation now and Microsoft's X cloud, where you can stream the games and play mm-hmm. them. So Amazon already owns Twitch. Um, so uh, it kind of seems like a no-brainer for them uh, from a business standpoint to do so. Sure. The way of the future is digital. Yeah. The, and female, the future is female and digital. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting that. Um, it's and fine. Black. Fine. I used to play, uh, you know, what was that? Genesis, my Sega TV back in the day. Oh, yeah. I used to be able to stream my Sega games through my cable. Um, Man. Keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't try to sell us something that we already had back in the 90s, guys. I know. Seriously, like 25 years ago, I had this. See, it's crazy because Sega, uh, Sega knew the whole time. Sega. Very smart. Sega, this is the 30th anniversary of the Sega Genesis. 1989 is when it came out. Still alive and smartly just making video games. <laughs> That's right. And then in final news for video games, sorry, Rocket League is going to be cross-play with everything. First game. All the consoles, including PlayStation 4, which has been the biggest distractor or detractor or whatever, um, you'll be able to play it against Nintendo, Xbox, and Steam PC. That's yep. exciting news. Took a very long time to get there, but it makes me excited for the future of gaming. Exactly. That you'll be able to play. That's one of the big things. My buddy was like, oh, let's play Red Dead Online together. Well, guess what? I can't, buddy. You have an Xbox, and I have a PlayStation, and we can't do that. And we can't play Destiny. Or anything else. So, sorry about it. This will be... Uh, it'll be good that we'll actually be able to do this. Exactly. Do yeah, good. Exactly. It needs to, uh, needs to move on to other games. It's just... I mean, what is it? It's just the future of, of all of us. It's, it's, it's Ready Player One, my friend. <laughs> it's the Oasis. It's a forever. Hard <laughs> we got to plug in to get there. You're plugging in. That's right, man. All right, take us into some Star Wars news. All right, so Resistance, which I have not watched past episode three, um, has now been renewed for a second season, and the overall story arc has moved past pre the Force Awakens. 
And now we're moving into Last Jedi territory, which makes me wonder if this show continues, will it tie into the final episode nine? And how will it do that? If this show continues the way that it's going, well, there's a couple things. First of all, if it goes to pre Last Jedi for season two, right? Right. Right, Which is in, right, up to, right up to events of The Last Jedi, I thought I read. Okay, so pre-Last Jedi mm. in September. Mm. Oh, no, Zoom, pre-Force Awakens. It's already in pre-Force Awakens. It is now. What are you... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. So it goes in September to pre-Last Jedi. Skips whatever amount of time is between those two movies. I think like mm. 20 minutes. You know what I mean? I don't know how much time is in... It's not that long, right? No, it's, there's nothing in between the two movies. That's right. There's nothing. So nothing. You're just abandoning the planet, and that's... It. Yeah, you're right, because she's there with Luke, right? So no time is between that. So, But they skip. Yeah, okay, so no time. Sorry, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. So then you would think that season three of Resistance takes place between episodes eight and nine, which is a year in between. They could stretch that out for as long as they want then. So really, I don't care. <laughs> no, exactly. I think it's going to be some of the first content from that, that in-between time um, that we'll get, to be honest with you. It'll be a good... It's. I mean, if it's rumor 10 years or whatever it is, I, I don't even know what they said. A year? Was it a year or 10 years? What? The time jump. I thought it was John Boyega between the Last Jedi and, and Episode Nine. One one year. It's one year, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that was confirmed. Um, so who knows, man? We'll see. Uh, it's uh, there's a lot more of a playground right there, like you just said, especially with the way they left the Last Jedi. Yeah, that's another podcast on its own. So. Exactly. Okay, uh, Star Wars news. Okay, well, then that's it. What's next? I think it's, it's time for, for Pseudoplastic. We got a little bit of neck and news here. Um, it's two, two big drops today, actually. Tell us what happened, Chris. Uh, we got a look, full look at the quarter-scale Shredder figure from the... Ninja Turtle movie, you know, the, the good one. Um, and also, we got our first look at the announcement of the Alien 3 creature pack, which is a little more extensive than previous packs. Fine. Alien 3 creature, fine. Whatever. They haven't made a new Alien movie in 20 years. Keep doing them, I guess. I don't care. Shredder. <laughs> they did make it movie called Alien Covenant and that came out in the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. Whatever. I I forgot about that movie as soon as I watched it. <laughs> other than David's flute scene. Exactly. Um but Shredder though that's awesome. That they're finding a long time that needs to happen. So if you already have the the boys in four, the four heroes in half shell. The foot soldier that was also announced. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, that was that was a little while ago. Where's Splinter, man? That's that's what we keep asking. Yeah, where's Splinter? That's that's a project though, man. 
So then you'd think Splinter, Casey Jones, April O'Neil to cut to get it all, right? They definitely need to make a Casey Jones and a Splinter. And then a young Sam Rockwell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that completes the collection. That, the circle, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. there, buddy. Yeah, Splinter um, is a whole new sculpt, and I'm sure they're just like, I don't want to spend the money on this. They will. You, you spend the money after you've made your money on all these other ones. Then you make fans happy because you've you've made the money. People have shelled out their hard-earned cash for your figures. They're calling for it, and then you make it a San Diego exclusive and piss everybody off. Um, So, on to the Alien 3 creature pack. Um, So, they've been doing these packs. This is is the third one, to be honest with you. It's kind of funny that there's a third one. But, um, Last time it was guns, um, like the whole U.S. the, the USMC or whatever the Marines, um, the the guns from the the deleted scenes. They did that. Those cool. Uh, okay. Remember those? Uh, the, yes. the turrets. The turrets. Um, so they did those. They had another set. They had Alien Covenant set. Now these have all ranged in like you know the teens to maybe twenty four dollars. This one's like thirty nine dollars. Comes with um, it comes with the the dog. For the alternate head mm-hmm. it comes with the queen face hugger and then two two different forms of the baby alien so it's it's a little bit more of a true creature pack okay that sounds worth the 40 bucks then yeah yeah what's um, the packaging like do you know i don't know yet they haven't you know they do that kind of down the road uh their package reveal right they had a big year last year, so I'm sure they're going to be starting it off strong this year. They did. It was John Connor on a motorcycle. That's true. We didn't even talk about that. That's another one. It's for you, you T2 ultimate collectors out there. You're uh, a major piece is just added. So uh, get your Eddie Furlong figure with all his, uh, his uh, bull cut and motorcycle. Yep. As long as he's. Got some Guns N' Roses playing. I will be there. <laughs> I heard there's a, there's a little button you push and it plays it. Um, speaking of toys as well, Pursuit of Plastic, one of us will be at Toy Fair next year. This year. And yes. literally one month from the time we're recording this. Yes. Uh, so stay tuned for more footage of that, uh, coverage of that. There will definitely be on don'tforgettotowel.com, but probably do a podcast episode just on what is revealed at Toy Fair? Um, I will. I will interview you as you know, because I I'll have to be the media person for this one. I'll come onto the episode. You can interview me about what I saw. <laughs> right. Oh, and make sure you go when you see Mezco. Ask them for an extra figure for your friend who's very sick and who couldn't make. Oh it my gosh! Fair. Yeah, that's crazy. Don't forget about to do that this time. That's right. So, where can you find us, Chris? Uh, we are at don'tforgettotell.com, your daily source for all things geekly. We mean movies, toys, comics, TV, you know, all the stuff we just talked about for the last hour. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we also uh, we got some happening social media on the Facebooks, Instagram, and Twitter. So DFA, 
T-O-W-E-L, Die Fat Towel, or Don't Forget Towel 1. You'll find you'll find us. Search That's right. Us. Absolutely. Or you'll and find the pot smoking towel. I'm not sure. You will not find that. One that happens. Thing, that happens when you search Don't Forget a Towel. It it does. Um, we don't we gotta work our way up that, that ladder. One other thing I wanted to say about Pursuit of Plastic. We got a lot of unboxings coming at you guys. Oh, we do. Uh, so go to the YouTube page. We don't usually pimp the YouTube page as much, but go sure. to the go to the YouTube page, check out um a lot of unboxing videos, more to be coming soon. So if you're into the Mezco life, it's there. But uh thanks. Yeah, we, just, we got a we got a new follower this week. We did. So, you know, if you guys listen Things to us. Won. Yep. Yep. We love you. And that's yeah. it. I mean, remember, YouTube, social medias, we're out there. Yes. So thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, this is Casey saying, read your comics. Read them. Touch them. Explore them. Find them. And, and this is Chris. I sure do have a lot of toys with you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>